What is up, guys? It is Stu, and this is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. So Tuesday, April 18th, was the original tax deadline. Did you get your taxes done in time, or did you hit the panic button and file an extension until October because you still don't have your financial shit together? I get it, guys. I get it. You're busy, and tax prep and filing isn't necessarily something you want to do or even qualified to do. So then why are you trying to do it yourself with TurboTax or some other cheap software that is probably going to leave thousands of dollars on the table? Or worse, you're using some random CPA who lacks intimate knowledge and experience in the fitness and wellness industry. But Stu, aren't all CPAs the same? No fuckface. Are all gyms and trainers the same? Of course not. There is always a massive benefit to working with a CPA firm that has purposely positioned themselves in the niche of the fitness and wellness industry. And with the Fit CFO, they literally refuse to work with any clients that are not in business in health and fitness. The Fit CFO is a full-service bookkeeping, CPA, and financial planning firm. And what I love about them is that they create tax strategies that are specific to your needs. They can tell you exactly when to elect your LLC as an S-Corp to avoid paying double self-employment tax. They can walk you through the legal and highly effective play of hiring your kids tax-free, allowing them to earn money without giving any of it to the IRS. Or how about using the Augusta rule, which essentially allows you to rent your home to your business completely tax-free. I literally personally use this myself, and I pay myself an additional $2,500 per month without a dollar going to Uncle Sam. It's fucking sweet. And these are just some of the examples of tax loopholes and strategy opportunities that the Fit CFO can implement for you. And right now, they are offering my audience a free strategy call and financial blueprint course if you head over to thefitcfo.com backslash WTF. You can literally hop on a call and see what strategies they would recommend for you next tax season risk-free. Additionally, you're going to get their financial blueprint course, which is an awesome resource that includes all kinds of financial forecasting spreadsheets, payroll guides for 1099 versus W-2, and tax write-off loopholes you should definitely know about. You'll be fucking amazed at how much money the Fit CFO can save you in taxes. So if you like money and want to have more of it, head on over to thefitcfo.com backslash WTF and book a free strategy call and download that financial blueprint course. I promise it'll be one of the best investments you ever make in your business. What is up, guys? It is Stu and it is another episode of the What The Fuck Gym Talk podcast. We're talking the gym real estate company If you are looking to buy a building, you obviously have to have saved up some money, but not always, not always. I've got several um, gym owners that we're talking with right now. I'm hopefully able to get them across the finish line, and they are essentially coming to the table with zero cash. Now, no one's giving you a building, whether you go traditional financing through the bank or SBA-based financing, without some type of a down payment. So they are partnering with individuals who will be supplying the cash. Now, here's what I just wanna talk about. Like if if you're in a situation where you are, you know, I haven't saved, I, I really haven't thought this thing through, I wasn't planning for it, but an opportunity landed in my lap, man, and I got a member who's looking to do this, I don't know, I don't understand how I can own anything in it if I'm not putting any money down. How do you work out that deal? Just shoot me a DM at Jim Real Estate on Instagram. 
Shoot me a DM. We'll get on a quick free call. I'm just going to, I'll talk to you, get to learn more about the situation and we can move on from there. But what I want to talk to you about today is essentially like the, how simple the savings of this is. I mean, guys, it's, it's very simple. Now I'm going to speak to it being simple with the assumption that you opened your business and you weren't drowning from day one. And what do I mean by drowning? I mean, you opened up so incredibly underfunded and you needed to extract dollars out of the gym instantly because you have four kids and your wife wants three more and they all have to go to private school and you have debt out your ass and like literally every dollar that comes out of the business has got to go to, has got to go to your expensive, horrible financial situation. In that case, this doesn't apply to you. You need some real financial help. I highly recommend reaching out to like the Fit CFO and, and talk to those guys. Um, that's who I always recommend when it comes to stuff like that, and, and really understanding financial planning and you know just basic tax structure and, and things you could be doing to save money and and having someone really help you on that front. But if you're in a situation the business is profitable, let's say you're making twenty, thirty, forty grand per month. That covers probably most of you guys, 20, 30, 40 grand per month. You are profitable, right? Meaning there is money left over. You might not keep it in profit. You might deploy it to other things. You might take extra for yourself or you're, you know, doing the expense. You're doing something with the money, but there is money left over after the expenses are paid. Guys, it's literally 10% of your top line revenue. If you can save that, and again, save it as profit, save it as retained earnings, whatever it is, if you can save that every month, in five years, you would probably be pretty close to purchasing commercial real estate in most markets, all right? So let's take that, what I say? I said 20, 30, and 40. Let's take the middle one. Let's say you are making $30,000 per month, okay? So if you can, out of 30,000, if you can save 10%, which we can all do the math on, is $3,000, and every month you take that $3,000 of profit, right? And let's just say, and let's see your profit margin, hopefully it's more than 10%, but if it's more, then great, there's money left over for you. But just take 10% of that 30,000 and put it in a savings account, all right? $3,000. Guys, over five years, 60 months, you've got $180,000. You'd be able to put a 10% down payment on a $1.8 million building. It's an expensive building. And you, if you go with a partner, which I recommend, you find another person to come in on this. I always recommend when you can to get another partner for the real estate holdings company. It's a great, great option to have a partner in. It's one of the few businesses I recommend having a partner in then you don't even need to liquidate your full 180. You could have a partner come in and let's say you guys did. Let's say you guys found a million dollar building. That means the SBA is going to need you guys to come up with $100,000. Well, great. I mean, that's 50-50. That's 50 each way. You have 180 saved up at this point. You still have over hundred. You still have $130,000 in cash left over for overruns on your construction, for you know, really doing up nice if you wanted to add some luxury items to the building or this, that, or do whatever else you want with the money. It's not hard. The, the issue is this. The, I guess like, oh my God, yeah, I didn't realize buying a building was, was feasible. 
Like, it's actually a thing we can do as gym owners. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, but I just, I, I've been spending my money like a fucking dipshit. I, I, have, I have, Stu. I spend it on stupid shit. I, I live above my means. I don't, I'm not smart with money. But I really want to own a building. I, at first, I'm like, yeah. I don't, I, here's the deal. Could you still? Yes, you can still. Yes, you you could still potentially own a building, a hundred percent. I've I've seen it happen. But man, I just I hope it's a wake up call for people who like have been just been aloof with their money and just kind of fuck off with it. Like oh, I don't care, whatever. Like they don't you don't pay attention to the numbers, and then you want to do something as fucking significant as buying a building. Like you kind of don't deserve it. You just don't. Like, if you are so aloof with your numbers that you just, you haven't even, you just been running this thing as if, like, you're going to win the lottery one day. Like, you haven't been planning for the future in any capacity with your business. You probably really don't deserve to do something as monumental as buy a building, but you still could. Like, if you had to come to Jesus, you're like, all right, I've been a fucking idiot, but I'm ready to get my shit together. Okay, well, yeah, you, okay, get your financial shit together. And could you still be able to buy a building? You can. I've seen it happen. I've done the deals. I know it's possible. But I, I'm, I'm saying this to you because I'm hoping I'm talking to a bunch of you guys before you get to that point of like, oh, I've been a complete fuckhead. If you really, like, if you really stop for a second and be like, this business, your gym, it's not programming, coaching, community. I don't give a fuck what best hour there. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. It's not coaching, community, and programming. It's not. That's not what the business is. The business is literally, the business is the end of the day. It's a collection of data points that get you to the end, to get you to a desired end result. Those data points are numbers. Okay. The, that the quantitative element of this cannot be denied. It does not mean I'm taking away from the qualitative element of it. The coaching, the community, the programming. I'm not taking away from that, but it's all data points. Even the coaching is. Sally came in at 200 pounds, now she's 150. John could bench press, you know, 100 pounds, and now he can bench press 225. These are all data points. And when you start realizing that, like, okay, but the business is also just a collection of data points that hopefully get you to an end desired state, you start realizing you have to look at the numbers of the business all the time. All the time. All the time. Not just like payroll. Because the numbers of the business drive what you should be doing. Just like if you're a gym owner or you're, a, you're an athlete and you want to have a faster one mile time and you run and you run and you run but you never look at your pace. You never look at how long it takes for you to run a mile. You, you're probably going to, it's not going to be as successful for you to get a faster mile time necessarily. You're a gym owner who wants to have financial success. You've got to be looking at the finances of the business. Right now, guys, if you want to do this, You've got to be saving some money. And when I say saving, you just have to have profit. That means there's profit left over and it stays in the business account. You don't spend it. Okay? You can, now again, if you're in a position where like, I Stu, I have to spend all my profit right now on payroll, on this, on that. I've got to build up a staff. Then okay. Well, then probably buying a building right now is not the best idea for you. But if you are in a position where you know you are profitable and you do want to buy a building, we need to either, and you have had zero savings plan, we need to install one 
And then we can talk about, all right, well, if you have an opportunity in front of you right now, how do I get you across the finish line, even though you haven't saved anything? But if you don't have an opportunity in front of you right now, my main thing is, okay, let's install a savings plan. So that way also too, like anyone who's going to invest with you and give you money, I mean, anyone who's not an idiot would be like, you know, be like, yeah, I, I, I'm down to donate like, or to invest in this man. But like, why the fuck have you been in business eight years? Why the fuck don't you have any money saved? Right? Like your, your potential investors and cash equity partners are they're They, if they're smart, they're going to ask you that question anyway. The bank sure as fuck is. So anyway, guys, it just uh, save some money. You know, I was like, oh, you got lucky. Like, motherfucker, you, I got lucky. I made a lot of money and I saved a lot of money. That's it. Like, that's really what it comes down to. And I still had a cash. I still had a partner come in and do 50-50 with me. It, it just, like, if you want to do this, guys, and I'm telling you, you do. Oh, God, it's all, like, t- I'm telling you, you do. My life was in, I, if you would ask me seven years ago, I'd be like, I have the best job. I have the best life in the world. The best life in the world. My life now, after buying the building in 2016, um, allowing it to create in, in like the, one of the most incredible gym spaces ever, in my opinion. Um, and then now the financial freedom that I have, and again, it's a level of financial freedom. You'll never achieve as a just gym owner ever. It's it just like, in my, in Financial freedom, when I say uh, if you're going to own a single unit model without replication, you're not going to achieve as a gym owner. That's 100% accurate. And it's without the stress. Right? Like, I, you know, there's some guys, I, there's a, a gym owner right now, and um, his real estate, if he rents out his real estate currently, he would probably make like $11,000 a month after all expenses are paid. And sure, as a gym owner, you can definitely pay yourself over $11,000 a month. So, but he's going to get an $11,000 mailbox money check with zero stress, zero. He doesn't have to wake up and do anything. He doesn't have to, organ- like he's able to work on a new project. He can go lease another building and start the whole fitness thing all over again or do something different. But he's going to have this re- revenue coming in from a tenant with a personal guarantee and a business personal guarantee on it. And it's going to pay down his mortgage. And, and, and then at the end of it, so what? He's going to enjoy a 10-year lease. This guy's going to, you know, his 11000 it'll go up over time. We got an escalator in there of like 2.5%. So I think at peak, you know, he'll maybe bring it home like 14 or so, something like that. But like, think about it. <laughs> it's 14 grand, you know, 10, 11 to 14 grand over 10 years per month is what he's making for very low, 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 low stress. Like can, can go to his kid's baseball game any time of the fucking day. You know why though? Cause he fucking thought it, like he planned for it. He wanted it. He saved some money. He honestly didn't save a ton. He partnered with the right person. They found the right place. And he got, and, and it took a year of his life. Like anytime he wants, someone wants to buy a building, you're, it's going to take a year of your life easily. It will be a full year. Like it's gonna like I don't care even if you have a thirty day close it will be a year of your life that entire process. But it's worth it. Trust me when I tell you where I stand. I'm sitting here right now, and I've been where you are, 
And now I'm at where I am. And I'm telling you, as a gym owner, I, it's the best ever. The only thing better is if like, the only thing better is if I could, if I had this and I was going to go still open an urban movement, like I still miss, I still miss being a gym owner. I do. I fucking miss it. But you know what I don't miss? Doing whatever the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want. No, I don't miss the stress. I don't miss the volatility of owning a gym. And uh, I, I, I love the volatility of it. I love the stress of it. It fucking fed me for years. For a decade, it fed me. I just want for you guys to be able to like, you know what? I'm, I'm good. I've been at war and I've won. I've won battles. I've lost battles. I'm ready to kind of like chill, Stu. I'm ready to like, just kind of like, just chill and take some time to figure out what I'm going to do in the next stage of my life. But also, but I have this asset, this cash flowing asset that pays me and I still own the building. So then I can still also, you know, have realized my, you know, a liquidity event when I sell it. So I'm going to, you know, like the reference I was giving you that guy, you know, between 11 and 14 grand per month, he's going to make in rent on a 10 year lease. And let's say he doesn't want to renew it. He could probably sell that building in 10 years, probably three and a half million. Right, and even if he doesn't do a 1031 exchange, and he just takes the full capital gains tax, I mean, he'll be he'll be good. You know, he'll have you know uh, three you know he'll have close to three million, a little under three million dollars, chilling in the bank. He'll be he'll be good. I want that for you fuckers, I do. If this interests you, shoot me a DM. At Jim Real Estate on Instagram, I'd love to jam with you. So until I talk to you in the next podcast, have a great fucking day.